Hey you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. I'm so excited today to have an episode where I can kind of share with you guys the do's and don'ts of things that we experience in our lives and how we allow sometimes the don'ts in our lives to definitely impact things that we're capable of doing for ourselves. So on today, I'm going to talk about some don'ts that we need to be aware of. That way we can kind of set healthier boundaries and be aware of what we put into our lives and put into the atmosphere and the things that we maybe feel that we can't do or couldn't do that have affected us and maybe impacted us in our decision making. So the first don't is that we don't have to let anyone undermine our emotions or our experiences. This can be really difficult, especially when we have family members or friends who may have had their own experiences with life and they're trying to give us suggestions or their experience of how they've made it through circumstances. And a lot of times they can undermine your emotions and your experiences without even knowing they're doing so. So it's important for us to stand our ground and to say how we feel and how things we've gone through have actually impacted us. And in being able to share how we feel, in turn, we can start to set a healthier boundary with others. Um, so knowing what our emotions are can be difficult enough. But if someone is undermining your emotions, they don't have a right to. And this goes back to we have assertive rights that we can set that there's things that we expect for ourselves and we can actually achieve those goals. And we have a right to say what we will and will not experience. So the first don't is to don't let anyone undermine your emotions or your experiences. Our second don't, don't waste time on people that don't value your, that experience with you or don't respect who you are. It's important for us not to waste our time on people who don't value who you are and what you bring to this world. Um, many times what happens, and it goes back to being conditioned and told how to feel and how to express ourselves, and especially when we talk about gender roles, many times in, when young guys, you know, or in adolescents, um, if you cry or if you're, you know, sharing certain things, then that's a strike against your manhood. Or if you actually ex emote or express in certain cultures, it can be a sign of weakness for a lot of individuals. But I think it goes back to what is it that you want and what do you want to show people in who you are and what you value? And when I think of my time, my time is very valuable and I don't want to waste it. But also I have to know who are the people I surround myself with that I respect um, and how are they viewing their experience with me? So as we know, when we get older and we go through experiences with life that our challenges and our values and things and our morals are going to definitely shift or could shift. But being aware of how I invest my time with others and not allowing other people to devalue what I've actually worked for, that's going to help me to be able to increase positive self-worth and self-esteem. Our third don't is don't wait until you're perfect to love yourself. We're not going to be perfect. This is one of the hardest things to say, especially for you guys who are perfectionists out there trying to work to get to a certain level. We're going to have small moments where we make mistakes. I know during this podcast, there's been times where I've had distractions or things go on or something. I'm like, hey, you know what? I did the best I could. And I think being able to say if I've done my best and I know the message I try to convey is what's being received, that's all right. That's okay. But a lot of times when we're so used to wanting to do things a certain way or expecting to get a result based on what our experiences are, that can make a huge shift in our lives. So we have to be aware of that if we're doing the best we can and we're okay with the progress we're making, that that's enough. Um, and a lot of times that can be one of the hardest things to hear, but just knowing 
the goals we set? Is it a lofty goal that is really unrealistic? Or is it actually something that I've revised and I've actually been able to accomplish to the best of my ability? So don't wait for others or wait for yourself to be perfect to love yourself or for other people to love you. Our next don't, don't self-sabotage your own happiness. Self-sabotaging is very easy to do. It's hard at times to clean up. Um, A great example of that in a relationship, how easy is it for you to lie or to hide something or not tell the whole 100% truth? Um, We call those lies of omissions or half-truths. Or how easy is it for you to be maybe on a job and a lot of times you know what your worth is and you start self-sabotaging yourself, dimming your light for someone else to shine. It is okay for you to say, hey, I bring a lot of value to this company. I bring a lot of value to a relationship. There's a lot of parts I still need to grow on, but there's things that I do have that are okay. And that it's okay for me to still grow and learn through those experiences. But self-sabotaging is something that for someone who definitely has a pessimistic viewpoint is almost like a gold medal for someone who's already used to thinking negative because then you feel like that's what I deserve. Um, Any of you guys who struggle in addiction, you know that that can be a huge deterrent for someone wanting to get clean when they start to see, well, I don't see the results immediately or I don't I don't feel as though that I'm where I need to be. Then you start looking for what we call automatic negative thoughts or cognitive distortions and you start labeling yourself. You start jumping to conclusions. We start doing what we call that black or white thinking and you can't find a middle ground or you even go just as far as to saying, you know what, this is the the biggest mistake I've made. You start magnifying it. And magnification is something that can definitely be something that gives a self-sabotager a lot of leverage. So being aware of self-sabotaging behaviors and the things we rehearse in our heads, being aware of that we don't want to do that um, because the more you do it, the harder it's going to be for you to actually praise yourself and see the things you're doing well. And our last don't is don't be the person that gets in the way of achieving your goals. And so this means that we don't have to let anyone force us to be who they want us to be. And when we stop speaking badly about ourselves, then we can actually achieve a lot of goals. But one of the things is that when we're talking about being a person that gets in the way, it's almost like we put a big caution sign around our happiness. And that caution sign says, hey, I hate yield. Stop. This may or may not work. But this is what I believe it's going to be, or this is how I've experienced it in the past. And in achieving a goal, whether if it's a short or a long-term goal, I have to be aware of I can get in my own way with my thoughts, with my behaviors, with the people who I put in my life who may not want to see me do well. There are some people, you guys, that do not want you to do well, and they're going to do everything in their power to kind of scare you away from your success or try to emote things within you or try to ingrain things in you that are not true. And this is where we start learning to dispute our irrational thoughts or dispute illogical thinking that other people try to convey or share with us. That's their opinion and they're entitled to it. But living out loud, living in your own truth, being aware of what you bring to the table and the gifts that you've been given is so important. And you have to be able to unplug sometimes. You can sometimes as I mentioned in a previous podcast, you say that do not disturb. You put a do not disturb sign up. I choose not to allow the negative thoughts, the negative people, place, or things in my life today. 
And the great thing about life is that we have options that we can change our day at any moment. We can change our surroundings. We can change our impact of how our day is affecting us at any moment. So when we think of the don'ts, we also have to remember what are we saying yes to? What are the do's in our lives? And knowing that if I choose to do this, then this will affect where I go forward. So I really want to talk before we end our podcast on the fear of abandonment also versus being secure in yourself. So some examples of fear of abandonment can be they're leaving me. We can have a belief system that people are going to leave us. Or maybe we say I did something wrong. We immediately start saying the things we've done wrong. Or how can I make them need me? Or I can't survive alone. I don't know how to survive by myself. Or when they pick me, you know, it determines my word. Or if someone chooses me, then that determines who I am. We need to start learning to be secure in ourselves. Well, we know that if someone is leaving us, they might possibly have been busy or had something else on their schedule. It doesn't mean that they left us personally. Or that space sometimes can be scary, but it's necessary. We need to learn how to detach at times and to use our time and space for ourselves. Or when we say, hey, how can I make them love me? How can I show love to myself? Um, It's not important for other people to do it for us. I can survive alone because I would rather sometimes be alone than to be in a toxic relationship. And I have the opportunity to define my own self-worth. So one of my favorite quotes um, that I've heard, and I think this is important to end on this note, and it says, it's your, it's your road. And when we think of a road, think of a road that you travel, but it says, it's your road and yours alone. Others may walk with you, but no one can walk it for you. And I love that statement. I have the power to walk down that crowded road that may have a lot of detours, negative belief systems, that is my choice. Or I can choose to go down a road that I've never gone down before, or maybe I started and didn't complete. But it's up to me to know what it takes for me to walk it by myself and to be able to be in touch with the emotions attached to that walk. And I think when we think of spiritual journeys, we think of emotional, psychological financial struggles that people have had and learning how to rebuild it all goes back into how do we view ourselves how do we secure things within ourselves and how do we value our emotions and our experiences i hope you guys enjoyed this episode today on the do's and don'ts and if you guys are still struggling with fears of abandonment being securing yourself reach out to those people who what if it's a licensed professional counselor what if it's a friend a clergyman it could be one of the people in your meetings, if you're in the recovery field, be able to talk to them, be able to share what your experiences are, but also being able to internalize and write it down and be able to journal and talk about it, talk through it in your own mind and be able to dispute those beliefs. Because when I can dispute it and start to learn how to think clearly and and make better decisions, then my life and my goals will be achieved. I hope you guys continue to have a great rest of your day. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas.